Hello, ladies and gentlemen, Jet Pangan here, and I'm very excited for this episode because I am going to speak with someone at the other side of the world. Yes, level up na kami. We have a special guest whom you might know by these two words alone, side A and second wind. Yes, he's somewhere in the United States right now. I believe he's in Florida. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for the one. The only, Rodel Gonzalez, sir. Thank you for having me here. I am very honored to have you, sir. You know, it's been a while since we last had a conversation. And it's good to hear your voice. It's been, what, 10, 20 years na ba? <laughs> well, I moved, uh, I moved out of the Philippines 2002. So it's been 18 years. <laughs> See, I was right. I know, man. And it is really good to hear your voice. And uh, I'm going to get right down to it because, folks, we are using this app called Zoom and we have a time limit of 40 minutes. So I'm going to get the ball rolling. Sir, kumusta ka na? You've been uh, away uh, for so long. But, of course, when I say those uh, two names, like Side A and Second Wind, people will readily remember you when we had our little chit chat prior to this am i correct in saying that you are one of the founding members of side a yes my brother and i naldi after i think galing kami sa fm uh, back in uh, mid 80s or 84 right after singapore is then when we formed whatever is left side a was formed 1986 i believe with my brother naldi and si mardizon you know tawagin natin si mama so the three of us formed Side A and got the other members, you know, the original members. You know, this is very interesting because, and I'm sure this is going to be interesting for the listeners, lalo yung mga talagang maalam sa OPM. Mm-hmm. Because yung mga maalam sa musika ng Pinoy, nung mga panahon lalo nung 80s and 90s, there was a clear line between those that did alternative rock and the heavier kind of stuff. And then on the other side, you had the, the more mainstream guys. So on that other side, there was side A. And then on, on our side, so to speak, we had the likes of ourselves, you know, the Dawn and, and, yeah. and other bands. And probably they would never think of this day na mag-uusap ang dalawang genre na yan. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> it might come as a surprise to them. But really, Rodel and I, uh, we became actually very good friends uh, back in the 90s, no? Mm-hmm. pare? You actually uh, gave me some guidance in life back in the 90s, and I, I can never forget you for that. So here we are. And then you formed Second Wind uh, after Side A. How was that transition uh, from Side A to Second Wind? Well, Jet, going back to uh, Side A first, no? Noong mo, there's like different genres. At that time, I don't know how to categorize our genre back then. I remember talking to my brother, Shepard, you know, we did a lot of cover songs back in the days. You try to cover some, you know, bands like, I remember back in the days, you know, like Toto or Doobie Brothers or Candy Loggins. Holy yes, music, which I yeah. love, actually. Yeah, okay. so those are like, you know, my early influence. Pero pag nag-hit na, parang huwag na natin tutukin niya dahil bakiana or something like that. You know, we want to... I remember our gig at the Hyatt when it was like our... 
I think that's where Saide really picked up somehow, you know, people. Kalesa Bar, correct? Yeah, Kalesa Bar, correct, yeah. <laughs> but I remember I liked the feeling when people would say, you know, it's like it's not overplayed on the radio, but it's still familiar. So we will try to uh, select songs from different bands that, you know, it's not overplayed on the radio, and yet, you know, they can hear it from us. Um, and then obviously, um, 80, what, 89? 89 is when we got a first recording deal with Ivory with the help of uh, Direct Bert de Leon. You know, after a gig, obviously, sometimes we still get together and then we would try to write songs. And that's with seeing, uh, you know, Joey Benning and Pido, right? So we tried to fuse or, um, you know, our oral influences and try to write songs. And that's when, uh, you know, the likes of uh, Evo Marie or Deepa Huli on our first album. Oh, big songs, big songs. Yeah, so, you know, parang naging, you know, people would ask me back in the days, I would just say, I don't know, man, we're easy listening. <laughs> I don't know. I cannot even categorize it. Sir, speaking of uh, gigs in bars, like Alessa Bar, siyempre mapupunta tayo roon sa that cottage industry that a lot of mainstream bands like yourself uh, were into, which is more known in industry parlance as puesto. As far as I'm concerned, I'm a musician. I've I've performed tons of gigs already in, in my career. Pero hanggang ngayon, Namamangha pa rin ako eh, and, and nabibili pa rin ako sa mga musikerong katulad ng Side A and a lot of other uh, pop bands that I know na tumutugtog halos gabi-gabi. Maybe that's an exaggeration, but you guys were more known for puesto. How do you guys maintain the freshness of your music and your playing knowing that you have to play again tomorrow night or the night after without it being a job? I think the, the common denominator will be the passion behind it. Because, eh. mm-hmm. I mean, they say if you like what you're doing, then nobody really forces you to do it. Now, well said. I also would, would agree with you where, man, you play the same songs every night and that's why you got to always refresh yourself. With We would try to really rehearse at least three times a week. You know, people would, uh, or the bandmates would suggest, you're doing the same thing every night. Magkakasama kayo almost every day. Uh, did it come to a point where you'd rather not see your bandmates <laughs> for, for like a week or something like that? Yeah, man. I mean, uh, I would not lie. Uh, there are times where... Um, and that that's gonna be that's your family pretty much you see them every day you eat with them i mean more than your back in the days girlfriends or wives for some other members right kasi nga magkakasama kayo araw-araw you know and uh um, it's my favorite think, ano, it's my favorite saying na when you're in a band that that becomes busy it comes to a point where you'd see them more than you'd see your own mother diba? yeah yeah <laughs> but again i think because of that common denominator for the love of music and you i mean what if you play every day you you just you know the technicality of music goes out the window it's more of feel now there are nights where you play a song and 
you want to romanticize or you know do your own spin to a uh, let's say a holy note song right where you sang it yesterday but it's kind of different to what you're doing now it's like even now that i'm into painting uh i always say i paint what i feel not what i see because mm-hmm. it's when i'm off the easel it's when i sort of copy i would you know observe nature watch countless sunrise and sunsets and all right you know and then right. you try to just uh you know uh recreate that emotion uh through a canvas so, so I guess, painting, no? we're, we're gonna awesome. get there we're gonna get there uh, <laughs> that's a very nice topic i really would like to uh get into but siempre your career track uh between side a and uh what you're doing now which yeah. is uh, you know uh, a career in fine arts well, I just uh, want to be able to mm-hmm. uh, uh, compare it somehow. There's that similarity or same, let's call it creative process, you know? Um, yeah. Because I think what I, like from side A, even getting out of side A, um, that was 91. And that was pre-planned because I really wanted uh, to kind of rest a little bit and um you wanted course, to rest why napagod na or uh, yeah it out? was like you know it's like man it's like what what story would i tell kind of like i i felt like i wanted to i just wanted to uh regroup with my uh with really the path that I'm going to take. And at that, at that time too, I was already kind of like, you know, studying Bible and I wanted to mm-hmm. you know, really see and, 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 you know, my existence on here on earth. May right. Sound so, very um, uh, senor, senor, yeah. <laughs> you're a senor, uh, in your tenure with side a, what were the hit songs that you were able to create with the band? I think mostly just the first and part of the second album, although I didn't sing on the second album. So, your know, first album, which is, you know, Eva Marie, Deepa Huli, you know, Love Will Find oh, A Way. A lot of people don't really, now, yes. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and then you left Side A and then Joey Henderoso uh, took your place, correct? Yeah, Joey and I, uh, when I got Joey, I still sang with the band for a year, Parang Smooth Transition. That Joe will be the the head uh, or the lead singer. Tapos siempre, ito warin ako dahil pinagpatuloy nila yung side A. Then they got all these kind of hit songs. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, especially I think the um, Tumatak Talaga is uh, Forevermore, which is the, the latter years pa. Uh, oh, so you were there when Forevermore came out? You were still with side A? No, no, no. I wasn't with side A anymore. Oh, okay. Pero, uh, you know, involved ako sa mga. Because Side A Entertainment was under my, my name. I mean, um, mm-hmm. I still mm-hmm. own that name for some reason. Pero, siyempre, binigay ko na sa kapatid ko. Your brother is Naldi Gonzalez, Naldi. who's still uh, very much a part of Side A to this day. Yes, yes, yes. Mga senior talaga. So, anyway, uh, like I said, we only have 40 minutes. I don't know why Zoom is only giving us 40 minutes. So, I'm going to jump. To the to the next topic, uh, after side A, you formed Second Wind. Yes, 
and it also featured yourself uh well aside from yourself mga senior no uh what what and i think you sort of explained already why you wanted to rest from side a and then second wind came up yeah uh, the title alone i guess of the the name of the band alone rather says a lot second wind so parang nabuhayan my second wind yes <laughs> <laughs> so with side yeah. a you played guitar correct where were you I the played guitar, guitar and uh, saxophone saxophone and with side with second wind now you were the front man mm-hmm and the saxophonist, correct? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that lasted quite a bit, and uh, that band also uh, dished out uh, a few hits, no? Yeah, uh, we only have one album, actually, and we kind of know that it's a short-lived band because I kind of told the guys that, hey, look, this is what I want to do. Let's just try it for a year. And see what happens. Because lahat naman ng mga member din nun, like you know, Well Mendez is a sought after, you know, session oh, artist. Yeah. Uh, you know, played with uh, Francis Magalona and everybody. I mean, even now he's, he's still uh, performing with different uh, artists. Yeah, he's know. a very busy session player now. Uh, right. One of right. Oh, oh. So tapos the late Art Manuntag, you know, uh, which right, you know, man, yes. eh, fantastic voice. Yeah, man, uh, from uh, Michael Bolton to Frank Sinatra to Tony Bennett. I mean, the the, the range of his uh, vocal prowess is just amazing. So it uh, being a uh, quote-unquote second wind for you, uh, would you say that the musical style and uh, the attitude and the arrangement of songs in general was different from side A? It was different in a sense uh, because I, through my um, my recluse in the, in about a couple of years after I left Side A, I started writing a lot of songs, mostly inspirational songs and um, some then mga love songs and all these things. And it was more, and that's why I, I give it to the band because they kind of gave in to my wishes, you know, to record that i presented my my raw materials and you know they started pitching their own different ideas and uh, so you you chose it to be more of a diplomatic process in other words you allow the other guys to pitch in right right uh pero still have that uh trademark that i have you know uh so in a way you know and um yeah, that's great. Um, that's where really a lot of great music comes out when everybody contributes and are allowed to to, uh, to contribute, no? Yeah, like for instance, I see Marvin Querido, the keyboard player, uh, who uh, I think he plays right now. He backs up, you know, mostly Martin and Pops. And he uh, has he was... uh, his own recording studio, which the Don has used also. Oh, really? Oh, uh, yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah, it's very busy now as a studio uh, proprietor. <laughs> yeah, he's a great he's a great arranger, a great uh, keyboard player. Um, Keling, I mean, I I was very honored to be part of that. Uh, uh, again, you know, different story to tell, and that's mm-hmm. the beauty about music. I mean, if you jam with different people, I mean, uh, ideas which just flow, you know, which is so cool, and that's the thing I miss, you know the. 
again, the creative process with different people. Kasi nga, nga yung ano, exchanges of hearts and ideas. And okay, which makes me want to jump into the next uh, phase of your life. You said you just miss playing music. Uh, friends, listeners, the reason why he misses music because he's in a totally different career path now. Uh, when he made that jump to the United States, uh, Rodell forged his own career into something very different. It's a different gig, if you will. Uh, he became uh, a very sought-after artist. And by artist, I mean he, he forged a career in fine arts. In fact, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, in 2008, your art was uh, getting so much attention that you were commissioned by Disney. Yes, that Disney. Mm-hmm. Correct? Yes. <laughs> well, I was, I was part of, again, you know, just like... You know, I always believe to put your 120% out there. Kaya nga, ano, lagi akong derailed in a way. Um, let's say, for instance, when I became a musician, I thought I'm going to die as a musician and, and you know, mm-hmm. uh, continue doing that. And then shifted to, uh, you know, went to full-time ministry for a little bit in church. And I like that. I don't regret doing that. And then from there... Now going to uh, here in America. You're um, in Florida right now, right? In Florida, yeah. Pero unang move ko, the family moved to Hawaii first. Uh, that's when um, my choice to kind of quote unquote retire. <laughs> um, pero siempre God has other plans somehow. And oh uh, yeah, and God really gave too. you a good plan because ito ka hindi ko mapigilan na sarili ko. Gusto ko na sabihin that aside from your works being commissioned by Disney, some of your artwork, in fact, resides in the very residence of George Lucas. Yes, that George Lucas. How did that happen? <laughs> uh, well, first of all. Uh, backtrack no so Disney said Disney uh, obviously I'm not really um, how would I say it I'm not in their payroll let's put it that way uh, okay. this uh, I'm part of what they call the Disney fine art Disney fine art are a group of about 30 or 35 artists from all over the world that could that are licensed to uh, make their own interpretation of what's out there already. So, hindi ako involved sa mga, let's say, katulad ng mga uh, paggawa ng movies, di ba? Uh, meron silang mga in-house artists doon that conceptualize different characters and all. Mm-hmm. Hindi ako involved doon. Uh, I'm more of, we were commissioned, uh, maybe that's the right word, uh, mm-hmm. to do artwork from what is already existing. So, I could, I could paint, you know, my own interpretation of, let's say, the Cinderella or a scene in uh, uh, Fox and the Hound or Beauty and the Beast and all these things. Um, Amazing. So, and then, obviously, they're the ones that are going to publish that and mm-hmm. be able to make it on print and distribute it all over the world. So I was really lucky to get that gig somehow uh, because when I started painting, I it was... Very honestly, senor, that's not even in my radar. I just wanted to paint. Paano nangyari, Rodel, that you, know, you got noticed? Um, you were just posting it online? You were doing exhibits? 
um, kasi nung, nung nagpunta ako sa Hawaii and I started dabbing again on, on art, um, I mean, I don't know if you know, but our real, I came from a third generation family of artists. So my, my Lolo was an artist. My dad was an artist. And back in the 60s, my dad has a gallery in, in Los Angeles, right in Rodeo Drive. So he painted, wow. he painted uh, you know, celebrities like uh, Bob Hope did portraits of Phyllis Diller and, and uh, Grace Kelly and all those guys. So What's your brother a, Naldi also in the arts? He can paint. He can paint. Although, you know, kami lang dalawa talaga chose music somehow. Pero a lot of my brothers from aunties and uncles, they're in the art business. So for me, going back to art is like, like full circle for me. Because I remember painting at an early age of like eight or nine. And then obviously, you know, as a, as a teenage rascal, I wanted to do my own thing. I don't want to... <laughs> I don't want to do what my dad is doing. Pero I remember my dad telling me, man, you don't know how good you are, Odell, but if you want to pursue music, go for it. Uh, pero siempre, sa, and I think that's also one of my passion to kind of like prove to my dad that I can make any music. So a lot of, you know, the hard work that went to, you know, learning my craft in music was part of it is to really prove to my dad that, hey, I can make a dent in, in this industry. That is very uh, interesting because normally, in, in a more normal setting, quote-unquote, mm -hmm. it's your dad who's a doctor or a lawyer who would tell you, uh, sigurado ka, gusto mo mag-music? Yeah. Pero yung yeah. airpads mo is, was also an artist uh, in his own right mm -hmm. and he's telling you, you know, sigurado ka, gusto mo mag-music? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember, man, I tell you a funny story, and this is going to be quick. My first gig, uh, this is way, way back. Uh, we were doing a lot of Crosby, Steels, Nash & Young. I was like, what, 15, 16 years old. Whoa. So this is like, um, uh, we, we were given a, a gig at Pension Filipina where, you know, Sinarico J, this is down in Malate. I don't know if you, you probably you don't even know that that, that place. Pero Sina. Uh, Ricky Manalo Jr. and 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 uh, mga old guys uh, that that you know gig that's the place to be right. So yeah. I remember we were given a, uh, a a shot there to do one night, and we did obviously mga you know CSNY, Silson Crops, you know acoustic lang kami uh, But at the end of the night. All we earned was like 15 pesos per person. <laughs> and, and I remember my dad going, Well, I mean, no, not really. Because uh, I would say probably uh, the rate back then would be about 100, 150 pesos a night or something like that. So, maganda pala kinita ko nung first gig ng Dodono 1986. I had my first paycheck in a neat envelope. Uh -huh. Pagkakas 100 pesos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got it right. I mean, <laughs> when I told my dad, I even lied to my dad, I said, ah, binihara kami, 50 pesos. 50 pesos lang, sorry. <laughs> he was like really shocked. He says, I can just give you 100 and you can just play for me or something like that. I mean, he was not really, he was not really happy. But anyway, um, yeah, I mean, humble beginnings. Talking about humble beginnings. And uh, obviously, from that, I... Like I said, I, I've always derailed because even 
when I moved to Hawaii, it's kind of like, man, what would I do? You know, I felt like maybe I should paint again. Uh, and that's when, I, again, with the help of my cousin, who has, you know, who's, who's been there in Hawaii for a long time and has a gallery, he asked me, like, man, why don't you paint again? I said, I mean, I don't even own a single brush or something. And it was just a student, and he wanted, here, here's the canvas, here's the paint. Because he also learned under my dad on, on how to paint. So, so ladies and gentlemen, uh, listeners, this is a perfect example that when you have your passion, nothing should stop you. Uh, the only thing that will stop you is your own fear. Correct. Because like Rodell just said, when he uh, was being uh, encouraged to do art, he didn't have a single brush with him. And mind well, you, I was already like 42 years old. At that time. So I, it's never too late for anything, no? <laughs> yes. So anyway, uh, we have to thank Zoom that we have to sort of uh, uh, quicken our little conversation. So I want to ask you uh, as much as I could given our time limit. Yeah. So uh, do you still get to play at, at all? Uh, do you still pursue your passion for music over there in Florida? You know, I'll try to. Uh, some Filipino community would obviously... Uh, sometimes would recognize me, would ask me to sing a song. Um, I would humbly oblige and say, yeah, I want to do it. So, and not for the money, but just katila lang, diba? I mean, uh, I played with a lot of different Filipinos here that are young. and. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, anything goes naman, eh, diba? I mean, you know, after this whole... Uh, a quarantine situation is over. Uh, it yeah. would be great if you could pursue your uh, your your first, you know, your first career. Yeah, but uh, yeah, to tell you honestly, Jet, just like anything else, if you don't practice it, you lose it. So I feel like every time I pick on, because I have my small area here. You know, where I can just at the same car. time, it's also like just riding a bike. But you never really forget. <laughs> yeah, I, but I feel like every time I ride the bike, I'm. I, I, I'm wobbly. <laughs> so it's kind of like when I pick up a guitar, I'm thinking, man, you know, you lose the licks, you lose, uh, I mean, my voice now, maybe I can sing two, three songs. Tapos, wala na, paus na kagad, you know? But like what you said, I mean, the passion is still there. I, I maybe just for posterity's sake, I want to be able to, um, again, write if I can, you know, or when I can. It's always there, Rodel. Yeah. So anyway, speaking of this current crisis, where 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 we're at now, kumusta uh, naman jan and and you know your loved ones, how are you guys doing? We're all good. Um, again, uh, we're, we we have the same situation. You know, I think New York is really hit hard. My kids are in California. California is hit hard. Uh, Washington as well. So those are the three, and then Louisiana is coming in you know, the ranks. Uh, Florida, somehow, it's pretty much contained because we're all spread out. But, you know, I think we're not, we have yet to see the peak of all these. Yeah, so, you know, I really want to take this opportunity now to thank the frontliners of uh, our country, the Philippines, and all the frontliners in the world, meaning our medical professionals, practitioners, the police, yes. the authorities who are trying to really fight the spread of this uh, of this really debilitating virus that's really affecting the entire world. So I'd like to take this opportunity to thank all of you guys. 
Pasalamat yes. ako sa inyong lahat. Especially yung mga Pinoy natin dyan. Um, mm-hmm. Nakikinig sa mga podcast uh, ko, yung mga mga nurses na mga Pinoy dyan. Meron akong kilala, taga New Jersey, na si... Uh, at dati siyang abogado and now he's a nurse there, si Dennis. He's a frontline uh, medical practitioner there. And I hope you guys are really keeping yourself safe as well. Uh, because this is really no joke, no? Um, yeah. Talagang uh, kumalat siya and it's something unprecedented. So I hope you guys are all keeping safe and we really salute you guys. No? Yeah, talagang it's uh, close to home because I've known a lot of people. I mean, even you know, my wife is a doctor. and Oh, wow. Uh, it's more of really, I think, the how would I say it? Fear is overcome when there's that part of you that uh, a responsibility, you know, to to be there. And I've heard even people that a lot of times, you know, sila pag, ano, oh, sarap, nasa bahay na, no? Pero once they get home and they know there's so much battle out there, they say, man, I want to go back to the hospital, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And that's such a... Uh, um, that's just an amazing attitude, I would say. Oh, dito lang sa ano, dito lang sa Pilipinas, sir. Uh, uh-huh. So many medical practitioners, there even doctors have lost their lives already fighting this this disease to save others. No, so really, I know because we all we all have a choice, man. I mean, they can choose to say no, I don't want to be on the front line. But you know, like even even just the people at the grocery store, you know, uh, people that choose to be out there and still work despite of them being, you know, getting the virus and... Oh, oh. Ako, talaga mga true heroes, I would say. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I second the motion there. So, Rudel, um, now that uh, we've discussed uh, your art mm-hmm. and still your lingering passion for music, what do we expect from you in, in the future? As an artist, by the way, uh, si Rodelio Gonzalez—that's his Facebook name. You feature your art, no, on, on your Facebook. Yeah, I have my uh, my business page in the art of Rodel Gonzalez or Rodel Gonzalez Studio. Um, also, the the website—that's the link. Uh, the, the art of Rodel Gonzalez.com. Yeah, they can check out uh, my works there and mm-hmm. what I'm doing. Uh, in fact, tomorrow I'll be doing a. Uh, live painting uh, uh, here in the studio. I'm going to set up something that they, a lot of the collectors or people can see me painting live. Oh, so uh, going back to... learn a thing or two eh? uh, <laughs> from you. Yeah, going back to uh, your question, Jet. For me, yeah. I, my attitude is I'm, I'm still a student in everything. I uh, try to learn... Uh, and I never stop learning. There's so many great artists. Even when I go home there, in Manila, you know, and looking at the other artists, I mean, sir, paano mo kami makaka, you know, makaka break din ng, you know, na break mo. Sabi ko, ang kaibahan lang natin. Nandun ako, nandito kayo. I think because talent-wise, no question, ang daming magagaling sa atin. Uh, so naman, uh, sa larangan ng music or any art form. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, saludo ako sa... Nga eh, parang, man, my, my, my advice is hone your craft because your number will be called. <laughs> I don't know when, but you got to be ready when your number is called. So, like my attitude back then in Hawaii, I just, when I 
jump to painting again. I just put my 120%, my whole energy. I'm a student. I'm learning. You know, uh, I'm looking at other artists and, and learning from them too. And then, yeah, dumating yung Disney, dumating yung Star Wars. Uh, it's, it's, it's a humbling thing every morning when I wake up and knowing that I can do what I love to do. Um, it's such a humbling experience every morning. Yeah, so whether it's the arts, whether it's fine arts, whether it's music, there's nothing like being able to do what you love to do. Oh, kasi jet minority tayo pare. I mean, in in terms of how many people wake up in the morning and drag themselves to work, mm-hmm. like wow, I'm gonna work again, and they cannot wait to get out and do what they love to do. You know, that's why people here, especially America, they can't wait to retire. Man, I want to retire already so I can do what I love to do. I'm thinking, wow, you know, and that hit me hard because I already love what I'm doing. You know, I think. So I'm thinking, I've been retired since I was 17, 16 years old because, you know, I had a chance to do what I love right. to do. Because what we do is not really work. We love Correct. what we do. We, yes. we make a little money doing it. That It's really the best job in the world, you know. Correct. Correct. So on that note, uh, Rodel, thank you so much for your time. And uh, uh, it's really good to uh, chat with you after all these years. There you have it, folks. Rodel Gonzalez. Maraming salamat, senor. Thank you. Thank you. Salamat din. We hope that uh, you guys are uh, safe there and will continue to be safe. And again, to our frontliners, to uh, all the people that are keeping us safe from this crisis, maraming salamat sa inyo. This is Jet Pangan signing off for now. Be well.